You know, I remember when I started my first business, the only thing in my head that I had to measure success was how much money I was making. And so when I started, money was the only thing that I was using to define my success or failure. And now I realize that success is about so much more than money. You're listening to The Solopreneur Hustle, a podcast that teaches you how to scale your solo business so you can earn more while working less. I'm your host, Nia Lewis, a business coach based in Charleston, South Carolina. The Solopreneur Hustle has a weekly email newsletter where we share business tips and helpful resources for solo business owners. Subscribe to our email list today using the link in the description for this episode to receive a free marketing ebook. All right, let's jump into this week's episode. Hey, y'all, welcome to episode 72 of the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Happy New Year, y'all. I'm excited to be back this year. I've really just been feeling so optimistic about 2021. And lately I'm focusing on all the things I have to be grateful for. So I'm hoping you guys are in a positive mental space this year as well. And if you're not, I challenge you to think about all the things you have to be grateful for. I feel like gratitude can just really bring you to a place of peace when it's difficult to kind of see the glass half full. So I'm feeling optimistic about 2021. I'm hoping that all of the challenges and troubles we had in 2020, we can kind of leave them behind, but I'm sure there'll be more stuff going on this year as well. So again, I'm excited to be back and I hope y'all are doing well. All right. So in this episode, I want to share some ideas to help you set goals with intention this year. At the beginning of every year, we kind of all feel this this sort of pressure to come up with new personal or professional goals. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't have any altogether new goals this year. My goals really just feel like a continuation of my 2020 goals. And there's nothing wrong with consistently pursuing the same aspirations year to year. You know, we elevate, we shift, we evolve and we grow, but you don't have to come up with altogether new fancy goals every single year. It's okay to focus on the same things and to focus on being better at what you're already doing. So in this episode, I want to share with you guys four questions to think about in pursuit of either your new or existing goals for your business in 2021. Number one, does this goal fit into the bigger picture for your life and your business? Is this something that in the long term helps push your long term goals for your business forward? All right, so this question is really, really important because I find that a lot of times we find ourselves spending time on things that just don't make sense long term. Time is our most valuable resource. And there are so many different shiny, exciting things that pop up that seem like they may be something good to focus on for your business, but everything just doesn't make sense to focus on long term. Like for example, everyone, and this is, this may not be the best example, but it's one that comes to mind right now, because this is something that is like the new shiny object in the world of entrepreneurship right now. Clubhouse. Everyone is on Clubhouse. Everyone's chatting on Clubhouse and talking about Clubhouse and taking notes on things on Clubhouse. But just because something is shiny and new doesn't mean that it makes sense for you to spend hours and hours and hours of time on 
when you could have been spending time on something else that could make a greater impact for your business. And so something that I always say, and you guys are probably tired of hearing me say this if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, but as entrepreneurs, we have to go lean and focus on our one thing in order to really make the greatest impact so that our business can grow and thrive. And what that means is that we have to cut dead weight and focus only on what is pushing our business forward truly. So as you continue to work on different things this year and different goals that you have set, really think about whether or not you're spending your time involved in things that make sense for the bigger picture for your life and for your business. What are you really looking to achieve long-term? What is the life you're looking to create? What are you looking to build for yourself and for your family long-term? And is what you're involved in right now helping you achieve that long-term in the bigger picture? You know, are you spending your time on things that are helping you ultimately achieve the bigger overarching goal that you want for your life and for your business? I remember when I started my, well, really my first legitimate business because I've had a lot of different businesses over the years, but one business that I was focusing on for a while was doing brand development and website design and graphic design and and things like that for other entrepreneurs. And this was something that I enjoyed because I'm a, a creative person at heart. And it was also something that I was making good money doing, but I had to take a step back and say like, okay, I'm making money doing this. I'm good at it. I enjoy it. But is this what I really want long term? Absolutely not. I was spending probably four or five hours a week working on a few projects for a few different entrepreneurs, you know, throughout the year. And I realized that that time, that five hours a week that I was spending focusing on something that didn't matter in the bigger picture, in the grand scheme of things for what I wanted for my life and for my business, I I realized that I could spend those five hours focusing on something that could really help me make a greater impact and that could help me achieve my bigger picture goal for my business. And so I had to, in that way, cut that dead weight, although it was something that was making me money, it didn't really align with what I wanted for my business in the long term. So anyways, I cut that dead weight, reallocated the time I was spending on those projects to making more podcast content, to creating more YouTube videos, to allowing myself to have the time to focus on working with more coaching clients. And then all of a sudden going deeper into what really mattered and cutting that dead weight, my business started to thrive in ways that I never imagined that it could. And so this is the reason why it's so, so important to make sure that we are spending our time in pursuit of things that really makes sense for the bigger picture. But in order for you to figure out what makes sense for the bigger picture, you have to kind of think about what you want long-term in your life as an entrepreneur. What do you want to build? Like when you're gone, what legacy do you really want to leave behind? That's probably one of the most important questions to ask yourself here. Are you focusing on things that contribute to that legacy you want to leave behind when you're long gone? All right, number two, how can you make the greatest impact and how can you work smarter, not harder? As solopreneurs, In knowing that time is our most valuable resource, we have a limited amount of time because we wear so many different hats for our business, we really have to think about 
how we can make the greatest impact and how we can work smarter to make the best use of our time. And so one of the things I think about when I think about this question is marketing. If there are five different things you're doing to market your business right now, and only three of these strategies are working the best for you, how about cut the dead weight of those other two things you're doing that aren't working that great and just focus your time and your attention on the three things you know are really working for you right now. Think about what you're doing in your business right now that is allowing you to reach the most amount of people and to make the biggest difference in the least amount of time and focus on doing that and just that. Here's an example. So when I decided that I wanted to start this podcast and also my YouTube channel, I was also doing some other things to market my business. I was posting on Instagram and Facebook more frequently. I was cranking out these scheduled automated posts every single week. I was also going to vendor events and doing lots of different things in my community to help get the word out there about my business. And ultimately, I mean, these things were working, but what I saw in a year's time was helping make the greatest impact was this podcast and my YouTube channel where I could share real value, where I could connect with entrepreneurs on a personal level, where I could relate to people and really showcase the knowledge I had about entrepreneurship. Now, meeting people one-on-one at vendor events and things like that did help me network with some awesome entrepreneurs. However, was I able to make the greatest impact doing that? Mm, Not really, because I leave a vendor event having only met like five or 10 people. Whereas when I post one podcast or one YouTube channel, I have the opportunity to reach thousands of people. And so I had to think about really how I wanted to spend my money and my time in order to make the greatest impacts, the majority of my money and my time in terms of how I was getting the word out there about my business. So I still do community things, obviously with COVID being such a huge issue right now and this this whole pandemic, I'm not getting out into my community, going to events and things as often as I used to. However, again, I'm spending the majority of my time focused on my online content because that is where I know I can reach the most people, I can reach entrepreneurs, around the world to share what I do and and how I can help them. Whereas if I went to an event, I'd only maybe meet like five or 10 people. So I challenge you to think about where you're getting the best results, how you're able to reach the most people with what you have to offer, how you can make the greatest impact, how you can showcase your talents in the smartest way to the most amount of people and focus on doing that. For you, it may not be online content. It may not be a podcast. It may not be a YouTube channel. It could be something completely different. Maybe you sell two different types of products and one of your product lines is consistently getting more sales and better results than the other product line. Maybe you should consider focusing on that one product line that's getting you sales and results and consistent positive feedback and maybe closing the chapter on another product line that's not really getting you the results you thought it would. One of the biggest mistakes I've made in my journey in entrepreneurship so far was really having difficulty evolving and closing the chapter on things that just weren't getting me results. You know, entrepreneurship is all about trial and error. Sometimes we imagine that things will be wildly successful and we get it out there and it's just not. So there's nothing wrong with trying and trying and trying. If it doesn't work, trying something different 
or focusing on what is getting you results instead of beating a dead horse and continuing to set goals to try to achieve something that hasn't gotten you the results you want year after year after year. And so think about really where you're getting results, where you're able to make an impact, what people are saying about what you're doing that is positive and focusing on those positive things and making an effort to do it even better. Number three, when you're setting goals this year, I challenge you to ask yourself this, how am I gonna show up consistently? You really have to do something consistently in order to see results. As entrepreneurs, a lot of times we lack patience. We want instant results, especially in this immediate gratification society we live in with social media. We want it to happen right now. But in order to really see results, you have to show up consistently over and over and over and over again for months and sometimes even a year plus to even see results. When I started my YouTube channel, I posted videos week after week after week after week for almost a year before my first video blew up. If I had stopped six months in, then I would never have over a thousand subscribers on YouTube. I would have never been able to be monetized and or become monetized and turn YouTube into a business. So I challenge you to think about what it looks like for you to consistently take action in pursuit of the goals you have. How are you going to show up consistently? What does this look like in your everyday life? How are you going to shift your schedule to make time for consistent action in pursuit of your goals? Again, you have to be consistent in whatever you want to accomplish in order to find even areas where there's room for improvement. It took me doing 20 or 30 episodes on this podcast to realize what I needed to do better in order to not only provide more rich and valuable content for you all, but to also make strides to help grow my audience. Had I never drudged through my first 10 or 20 or 30 episodes, had I never drudged through all of that with little to no listeners, I would have never been able to see what I needed to do to change and grow. And so not only does consistency help you to see results, but consistency always reveals to you what you need to do better, what you need to shift in order to actually grow and accept the success that you deserve in whatever you're working on. So again, think about how you're going to show up consistently this year in pursuit of your goals and think about what that really looks like for you in your day-to-day life. And number four, the last question to ask yourself this year in pursuit of your goals is how will you measure progress relating to the achievement of your goal? Now, this question really makes me think about how will you define success? How do we define success and how do we even define failure? What does success or failure look like for us in our lives? It'll be different for all of us. You know, I remember when I first started my first business, the only thing in my head that I had to measure success was how much money I was making. I just wanted to make it. I was desperate to make it. I wanted to make my business work. I wanted to feel like I had made the right decision in pursuing starting a business as opposed to getting a traditional job. And I just, I just needed it to work. And so when I started, money was the only thing that I was using to define my success or failure. Now, several years later, 
I am years and years into running my business. I feel a little bit more seasoned than I did in 2016 when I started my first legitimate business. And now I realize that success is about so much more than money. There are lots of different ways to measure and define your success and your progress in pursuit of any given goal. Some of the ways I measure my success and my progress on a monthly, weekly, or even daily basis in pursuit of my goal or how I feel. How do I feel in pursuit of this goal? Am I feeling more confident as I go? Am I learning something new each day? Am I feeling more excited and more fired up about achieving this? Or am I feeling discouraged? You know, sometimes you can measure your success or your progress or your achievement in pursuit of something by simply how you feel on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis in pursuit of whatever you're looking to achieve. As I'm recording this podcast right now, today, I have not achieved all of the financial goals I have for myself and my life and my family in terms of how I'm building and scaling my business. I've come a long way, but I also have a long way to go. Just because I haven't reached all of my goals doesn't necessarily mean that I don't feel successful. I'm already successful simply because one, I took a really scary non-traditional path after finishing college and decided to start a business instead of pursuing a nine to five job. I was broke when I started and I literally had to bootstrap my way up in order to make it. My first few years in entrepreneurship were not easy, but I still had the courage to press on and having the courage to do what I've done so far for me is one of the ways I define success. Having courage on a regular basis to do things that are not easy is one of the ways I define success in my life beyond money. Courage for me is a feeling. I feel courageous. I feel like I can continue to press on even when things are hard, even when things aren't going my way. And because of this, because I can measure in terms of how I feel every day, my courage and the level of confidence I have to continue to press on, although I haven't met my goals yet, I know that I am on my way to achieving it because I know that I'm not gonna give up. And so I am measuring my progress each day in terms of how courageous I feel, in terms of how confident I feel, in terms of how many good days I have as opposed to bad days I have. So at our core as solopreneurs, we are the brains and the nucleus of our business. And so a lot of times you should be measuring your progress towards your goals by how you are feeling, how motivated you are, how much how much confidence you have, how much courage you have to continue to press on. I can tell you guys that the confidence I have today is like, a 180 in comparison to the confidence I had five, six years ago when I decided I wanted to to commit my life to entrepreneurship, you know? Like I feel so much more confident about so many more things. I feel more sure of myself. And because of that, I can measure my progress. Now, a few other things you can do to measure your progress beyond just the numbers, the money, the followers, the likes, you know, all these things are exciting, but there are also a lot of other ways to measure our success. You can also measure your success and your progress by how you're making other people feel and maybe even the impact you're making on the world and on other people's lives. Let me tell you why this is important. Making an impact, making a difference in the lives of other people today may not reap the benefits you want, 
today, (laughs) you know, like getting 10 positive reviews from customers today may not make you any additional money now or even in two months, but in six months, that word of mouth that your happy customers were spreading out into the world about your business may yield increased sales in a year or, or in six months, you know, like someone may show up, may walk through your door um, in six months as a result of a positive review someone gave you a year ago. It happens to me all the time. You'd be really surprised. So I challenge you to measure your impact. I challenge you to measure how you're making other people feel because a lot of times in the long term, that matters so much more than getting a lot of likes or a lot of subscribers or a lot of followers. You know, how are you impacting people? How are you making people feel? What difference are you making in the lives of others? That's another way to measure your progress and your success. These things may not yield results monetarily for you today, but I assure you that if you continue making a difference and making an impact and making people feel good, that will help you to achieve your goals in the long term in whatever industry you're in. If you fail to measure your progress, you'll be left feeling like you've done a lot less than you've actually done. You know, like if you do not measure your success, if you do not measure your progress, if you do not leave yourself a space to really think about how far you've come and how you can use what you've learned so far to help you go even further, you'll be left feeling like nothing is working just because you haven't reached a $5,000 month or a $10,000 month. You know, just because you don't have the money in your bank account does not mean you're not making progress. And so I challenge you to measure your progress. And again, it's not all about money. It's not all about followers. It's not all about likes. There are lots of ways to measure your progress. Just because your goal isn't happening the way you expected it to as fast as you thought it would does not mean that you're still not on the road to achieving your goal. Think about how you can measure your progress on a weekly, monthly, or daily basis. I challenge you to give yourself grace this year as we continue to find some semblance of normalcy in a world that still kind of feels turned upside down due to this global pandemic. Don't apologize for working slower in pursuit of your goals. I think I beat myself up about a lot of things last year and now I'm really committed to taking things more slow. Don't make yourself feel guilty about taking longer than expected to get things done. I'm saying this to you guys, but this is also a reminder to me. Generally, I am an impatient person. And so 2020 taught me patience in a lot of different ways. And I'm carrying this patience into how I'm pursuing my goals and how I'm running my business and my life as an entrepreneur this year in 2021. I hope these tips today were helpful for you guys. I hope you enjoyed this content. Tag us on Instagram at the solopreneur hustle or using our hashtag pound solopreneur hustle. If any information today resonated with you and as always, don't forget to share the solopreneur hustle podcast with a boss friend. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Continue to move onward, upward and forward until next time. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. To stay connected between episodes, subscribe to our email list using the link in the description for this episode. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Solopreneur Hustle. And don't forget to share the Solopreneur Hustle podcast with a boss friend. I hope you have a great week and thank you for supporting the Solopreneur Hustle podcast. Until next time.